This is Bingu Choom and K-Pop Tunes. I'm Bingu, also known as Lacey. And I'm Choom, also known as Reina. And we're back for another episode. And we're just going to talk about dreams versus reality. Yeah, so oh, it's a fun episode mean? today. <laughs> it's a mystery. It's what not... does that mean, though, Lacey? Explain to us. Well... I think it was a shared thing. <laughs> yeah, I can't even remember. I don't. I feel like our minds are one at this point. So we felt like it'd be interesting to talk about how we felt when we first get got into K-pop in regards to like Korean culture, some dreams we wanted to achieve. Like an example, I know a lot of people went to teaching in South Korea after they get into like K-pop and stuff. And comparing that to your current self. And I just felt like that would be fun since it's been a, we've been in K-pop for a long time. Very long time. And I feel like, I do feel like some of the stuff we view is differently now. I agree. Because I could say when we first got into K-pop, and I feel like this might be very similar with a lot of fans. When you first get into K-pop, you're very much of the mindset of like, oh, I want to go to Korea. I want to live there. I want to be near my idols. So even if you don't like see them on the street sort of thing, you have a higher chance of getting into like fan signs. And so there was always a lot of talk of studying abroad Mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. And I feel like because when you get into K-pop, you ultimately kind of transgress into getting into the Korean culture as well. Like the two just kind of go hand in hand. The more you watch about your idols, the more shows you watch them on you kind of end up delving into their culture Mm -hmm. and seeing how they live. And you're just like, oh, I'm interested in going there. But I think definitely as time has changed or like as time has gone on, that that has kind of changed. Because like, it's nice to want to do those things. But then I don't know how to explain it. I think you just reality kind of hits, I guess. You could say reality, but I think you just develop as a person. You just you get older like like that's so sad to say like you get older and like your viewpoints change or just the way you look at things change so since we're just talking about the desire to go to South Korea and to even to the point of like living there we could just start there because I feel like that's very common uh I know I wanted to live there for a year or two when I first got into k-pop Uh, because I just felt like the culture was just really interesting to me and so it was just really refreshing seeing it from you know youtubers and like you said through k-dramas I don't watch k-dramas but like watching the Korean shows like Running Man or even people showcasing like the markets and everything I thought that was so cool and I wanted to go and as I'm older now I still want to go but it's not as strong of a desire and I think for me what changed was to see 
a lot more people that looked like me sharing their experiences about living in South Korea. And while a lot of people have really good experiences living there, it is very much uh, black and white over there still. And that's just a really big turnoff to me. Even though it's, even though pe they say, like, there's, they're always saying, like, it's not as bad, but I did experience. Like, I know there's the common story is like, they can't get into certain places. Even if you, and I've heard it from not only just, you know, black people, but also white people, where they're denied <laughs> entry into like the clubs, or they're, <laughs> sometimes they get, they could, you could get scammed for like, going to karaoke the classic people are just staring at you I, I've heard that so much I don't think that's really gonna bother me uh, but it's really I think if I would to go if I were to go I would not go by myself I think that would be a mistake so yeah that's I don't fair. know um <laughs> I will I think... say like because obviously I'm into anime too I'm Right now, I'm more interested in going to Japan, but it's not specifically for anime. It just seems like there's a lot more, there are a lot of more places I would like to travel to in Japan compared to like South Korea. And, you know, everyone's experience is not the same. I'm just a little bit more cautious about going to South Korea, so... That was my viewpoint that changed. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me, it's actually the opposite. But... Yeah, just, and I only say that because when I was in college, I was not a great student. Like I was just having a hard time with classes and I had it in my head that I really wanted to study abroad. But even though our school had a study abroad program for going to Korea, because obviously, as you know, my roommates for a whole year were Korean. So we had like an exchange program. But we had, didn't have like a language class offered for Korean. And so I always thought like, oh, it'd be a lot harder to just go there and make the transition. And then I was a science major. So it really didn't tie into what I was studying. And so I was like, how can I make this work? I really want to do it. But I can't figure out and then classes just got to the point where they were intense and I kind of like put it on the back burner and stopped thinking about it which is why I think you kind of I saw you like kind of transition and take a break from k-pop for a while and I kind of like delved more into it yeah I applied and I was really close I remember that I do remember that but like I remember you transitioning kind of like out of k-pop and I kind of was like I got more into it I don't know if that has anything to do with the fact that I couldn't go study abroad it kind of has to do with the fact that I did essentially drop out of university mm -hmm. um just because I needed a distraction and that's how I got into monster x they debuted like the year that I dropped out of university so that just lined up really well but I kind of I kind of just put it on the back burner because I was like it doesn't make sense as a science major to go even though I really want to go and I want to travel and like dad traveled and he always really liked Korea and Japan those were two of his favorite places that he went to 
but I just couldn't figure out how to like make it work as a science major. And so I took a break and I started working. And while I was working, I just really got into K-pop more because it kind of just helped me keep my sanity and not be so depressed about dropping out of university and not graduating. And in that time frame, I started working in the hotels and I spent the last like seven years of my life working in the hotels. And so this is kind of where I think it's the opposite for me. I've actually become more interested in traveling to Korea and even living there. Like Jeremy and I talked about doing it for a year or two, but then I got a new car and I was like, I don't want to leave my car behind. And the only reason we kind of discussed it was because I worked in hospitality. And so my mindset was like, if I learn Korean, which I'm trying to more do more actively now that I have time on my hands, I was like, if I learn Korean and I get a job in a hotel, like I'm in the travel industry, I I can utilize the language that I've learned and I can also do something that I really enjoy because even though hospitality kind of sucked my soul out at points, I, re- I really did like the job industry. And so I was like, it'd be just cool to go live there for a couple of years just to live abroad and get that experience and be able to kind of put everything I liked about hospitality together into one thing. And for me, like, I I want to visit Japan just because you brought it up. I want to visit Japan, but Jeremy doesn't like seafood, and Japan is literally mm-hmm. covered, <laughs> surrounded by the ocean. So that kind of takes less of a priority because I know living in Japan, just from watching vloggers, is a lot cheaper than living in Korea. Mm-hmm. But considering things I'm just like Jeremy doesn't like seafood he wouldn't be able to eat a whole lot we both love Korean food I like will cook Korean food at home just because I'll watch a k-drama and I'll be like I'm craving this and then I'll go and make it so I think it's the opposite for me I'm in college it seemed more of like this thing that was just unattainable And I dreamed about it for a little bit, mainly because I was like, I want to be near my idols. Like I, that was the mindset. I was like 18. I think everybody has that mindset. Yeah, literally. Maybe I'll run through my bias at a cafe. (laughs) (laughs) But now I'm like older. And so I think about it and I'm just like, I could make this work if I really wanted to. Mm -hmm. There's just certain things that I'm also not willing to sacrifice. Like, where am I going to store Your all of car. our books? My, my brand new car. My my brand new car. It's brand new. I love that car. But then my, like, books. Where am I going to? Maybe I I'm not a car person. You have storage. You have storage, uh, Raina. I know, but, uh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Maybe I'll Deliver the car here, and I'll look after it. I'll turn it on. <laughs> Make sure it, you know, doesn't just sit there and collect dust. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, like, that is different. And I think it's just because you, you have a goal in white. I feel like you have legitimate reasons for that goal. It's just like the same when I was in school and I was like, oh, I really want to study abroad. I feel like that's just like, perfect. Yeah. For me to be able to experience a different culture while in school. It was just the school I was at didn't pick me because they're just like, what are we about to do with this graphic designer overseas? (laughs) And see, that's why I couldn't figure out a reason to make the science thing work 
not on top of the fact that I wasn't doing well anyway. Chance. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we're. I don't know. I I don't. I'm not really. I'm not pressed over it anymore. Things happen for a reason, and I feel like you just you were able to realize what you really wanted despite what has happened to you. So you better figure it out. You better deliver the car to me. I'll, (laughs) I'll have a reason. Like I have more of a reason to visit. And it's not to say, like, I don't like South Korea, because that's just not true at all. Um, There are a lot of places. I would love to go there just to go to all the cafes. Yeah. Their cafes are on a whole other level. It's insane. Yeah. (laughs) Literally. (laughs) Like, you can't find cafes like that here. No. Anywhere so boring over here like, <laughs> it really is and that's another thing another reason that I kind of just want to travel there even if it's not to stay like staying would be the ultimate for a couple years I think I would really like to do that just for the experience to live abroad mm-hmm. and like I've talked with Jeremy about living in other countries not just South Korea mm-hmm. but South Korea too they're like architecture and just walking down the streets and seeing photos of what how modern mixes with like older architecture it's just really pretty they're just very i just want to walk creative over there and i wonder it makes you wonder what their what do you call them not policies but whenever you're building something or you're putting like signage up you have to get approval from the county yeah so i wonder what i wonder how lax it is over there when it comes to stuff not even talking about like the out the outside exterior i'm just talking about you know the inside because they're just it's just really creative in there and everywhere you go and it's what you said it's modern and traditional mixed together and it always works like no one over there wants to leave behind the history yeah and i think a lot of it too just from my dad's experience because when he traveled there he just kind of learned a lot a lot of it, I believe, has to do with the fact that they had to rebuild after the war. Mm. And the United States gave them money for that. And so I know some of the architecture is like they kind of looked at America to it from what he said with like the peop- the companies that he worked with because he worked for he was a civil service engineer. So he worked with like engineers but he had just mentioned like you you can walk and you'll see a portion that just kind of of the street that kind of looks American and then you'll be on the next block and it'll be like Korean like traditional old Korean and that to him wasn't like a culture shock but that to him was very interesting it is interesting well I could talk about that all day to be (laughs) honest (laughs) but I feel like it's a good start Another one, it's not as serious, but when I first got into K-pop, I felt like it was really important to have an ultimate bias. You have to have one. You can't look anywhere else. You have to have an ultimate bias. And now I'm older, (laughs) and I'm just like, why limit myself? Why can't everybody be my bias? (laughs) I just like everybody so much. (laughs) Why? Why do I want to play myself that way? So I'm not like, I will always stand like my biases from when I first got into K-pop, but I feel like that really changed with BTS for me. 
I think that was the only group where I was just like, man, I don't know who my bias is. It jumps around so much. And then I was like, why am I stressing myself out over this when I could just be Talk obsessed with everybody? everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Give everybody love. Everybody yeah. gets a little bit. <laughs> like, you'll always have that bias record. Like, why? Just name them your bias, too. <laughs> <laughs> I do think that's just a, a shift in K-pop culture as well, because... I know it was always very important to have a bias. Like that was a thing in K-pop. And I've noticed now that it's more common to have like a bias, a bias record, double bias. Like I've never heard of double bias. That's just that just means that you have multiple biases in one. All right, go us. Robbie has three biases in Monster X. Like it's just one of those (laughs) things that I think has shifted as the times have shifted. But thank people, God. <laughs> I think I think it was more common during our time too when we got into K-pop. Mm-hmm. Is what I mean by our time. I think it was more common that. It was so long ago. Yeah, right. I think it was more common though that solo stands were like a thing mm-hmm. in the sense that they were a lot more hardcore about who they were solo standing, mm-hmm. and so I think that's kind of how just being into k-pop so long i think that's where i've watched things shift where like everybody had one bias for a group and now it's like i bias the whole group i bias these two members i have a bias and a bias record well i hope that continues because i'm really tired of people stealing cards from target because <laughs> <laughs> that's like i'm really so- doing that I'm still missing one of the Monster X English albums because somebody ripped the cards out and opened it. And I was like, I'm not what? buying this. Ugh. Gosh, I don't like it's so never that deep. Like whenever I ordered albums through you and I, you know, you I go through the album, obviously. And then you have the yeah. cards I'm like, well, I don't know who this is, but they're beautiful. <laughs> And then you hang them up on your... And I put them on my wall. Like, I don't know who that is. I just Lacey, know they killed the shoot. Like, Lacey's so loyal. She joins my group orders and she doesn't even know. I'm just like, which, what group was that where I was like, pick whatever one? I think it was the boys you joined. Oh, yeah. I think I liked all the, the album covers and I was like, mm. You and they have a, 11 members, and you liked their music, but you didn't know the members. So you were like, just pick for me. And, and I think Camille picked one. Did Camille pick one? I think so. Yeah, she picked one. I was like, surprise. I like surprises. Like, <laughs> it's fun to me. That is, that's why I don't really mind. Like, I'm collecting Juhan more for Monster X stuff just because I'm doing the group orders and I have the capabilities. But, like, I have a bunch of Monster And it's Juhan, yeah, duh. But I have a a bunch of Monster X photo cards that I, I still enjoy opening the albums and being like, look, it's Hyungwon. Look, it's Minhyuk. I got mm-hmm. Shonu. Like, I still keep everything that I pull from my albums. And then, like, I get all the Juhan stuff as well. But I, I still enjoy, like, getting the other members. That's not a problem at all. Mm-hmm. Um, Going off of your topic, though, about, like, the biases, I think, for me, that also changed More so in the sense that I actually never really minded having, like, two biases in a group. Like, I I didn't always have a single bias. Like, BAP, for example, Mm -hmm. Jungup and Daehyun. I I could never... 
That's I right. could never choose between them. Yeah. So there were groups like that for me where I, I definitely had multiple biases, but I was the same thing with like the old, not so much you had to have an old bias, like that was, you had to have an ultimate, but more so in the fact that like, if you had an ultimate, like you can only have one ultimate bias, you can't look away from them and that sort of thing. Yeah, you're cheating sort of thing, like you're unloyal. And I remember when Juhan came along and I finally was like, I think I'm having an issue like with my bias list. I I remember texting you and Robbie and just being like, like, look, I got into them when I dropped out of high school or dropped out of college. I was in a bad mental state. Robbie sent me all of the Monster X things because they had just come out with Shine Forever, I think, or not Shine. It was around that era, though, but I... Oh, stuck. They had just really stuck that summer. And so it was a few months to a year-ish after they debuted. But I had told Robbie, because she'd been into them when they debuted. Mm -hmm. I told Robbie, I was like, I want to learn them now. Like, send me stuff. And so she sent me all of the Monster X-Ray shows. Like, all three seasons. (laughs) Two or three seasons, I think it was. That's where addiction started. And yeah, and I just remember watching all of that and like Juhan caught my eye because I was not in a good mind place, mindset at that point. And I just looked at him and then I found out our birthdays are literally a day after each other, a day and a year after each other. (laughs) But I like was looking at him and I was like, man, I want to be like him. Like, I want to be that confident. I want to be that funny. I want to be just like that all rounded, be able to get along with everybody like, I just was looking at him, and he he was making me happy, but he was also instilling me with, like, confidence of, like, I want to change myself. I want to get out of this funk that I'm in. Mm-hmm. And then I went through one or two comebacks with them, I think, and Alligator Era came along. And that's when I texted you and Robbie, and I was like, I don't know what I'm to in. do. Because I got so attached to him, but I'd had Zico as an ultimate bias. <laughs> I know. I, like, when so... you announced that, I was like, she's For sick. So- so long yeah (laughs) I had him as an ult though for so long that I was like how do I change things now like it's been this long it feels weird to change things it feels weird to have like it it, in our generation of k-pop it was always like an ultimate bias is your one and only like that is the top person it was that it was and so it was weird to like change it and the younger generations are like oh i have three ultimate biases and i was like what yeah so that that has shifted for me obviously because now juan is here i still can't even i mean i can believe it but when it first happened i was like this is crazy like i never even thought you would have someone that would be able to do that you you start physico I was just shocked. I mean, you can like whoever you can bias like whoever you, you want. It's just like you. That was that was him. Zico <laughs> was that guy. Like nobody else. It, and it was that way for so long. Like Zico, it was nobody else. Like, I was like she's just playing. She's just playing. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Juhan. And and it's Juhan. I still like Zico, but no, it, I still like Zico. They're both. Juhan they're both... is like. <laughs> They're both really good people. They are. And they're both my ultimates for different reasons. And my, my whole mindset with that is like, they've done different things for me at different points in my life. Mm-hmm. And that just 
goes back to what you said about like the growing and changing as a person like Zico was my ult and is my ult but Zico really like had a presence in my life during a time that that's what like I needed him for I guess is a good way to put it and Juhan has come along during another point in my life that was like a turning point that I just I needed his personality for that Mm -hmm. I guess is a good way like they've both because like obviously a lot of people choose biases not just because like they're pretty or they're their favorite member but all like the support that that idol brings to them yeah you feel like you can you either feel like you can relate to them or they just they were just really making yeah happy. and Zico and Juhan have both done that for me at different points in my life when I really needed them and so mm-hmm. that's why they're they're my two boys and that's fine it is <laughs> <laughs> Now Juhan and I are best friends. You guys really are best friends. Like. I actually found out during the high touch at the concert. I had mm-hmm. a friend in line ahead of me. She <laughs> was walking through and she said hi to everybody, obviously. And I said hi to Hyungwon. And then it was Minhyuk. And I said hi. And Minhyuk recognized me. But then I got to Juhan and I was like, Juhan, hi. And I like yelled at him and he recognized me. And I I recognized that he recognized me because it was a very loud, like, area, obviously. Everybody mm-hmm. was interacting with the members. But it was funny because my friend was like, he yelled back at you. He was like, hey! And he, like, yelled back. And I was like, what? And she's like, do you not remember this? Like, girl, she yelled. He yelled at you. I was, I was, yell like, at else. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't remember this. I... I was like in my own, like trying to retain every little detail that I could. And she was like, yeah, he yelled so loud and so excitedly at you that I looked away from I am and I don't remember my interaction with I am. Dang. (laughs) And so I feel so bad for her. But at the same time, to get another high touch and apologize. But at the same time, I'm like, Juhan yelled at me. You yelled at him. I yelled at him, but he went, hey. We're buddies now. You guys like FaceTime each other. <laughs> Miss each other. And you can't hang out, so you can't do that. But you do those other things. That's why I told you, I was like, just call him. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like at this point. Yeah, let me just open one of these old cacao I mean, chats. It could has work. his name on it. It could work. It really could. I feel like you had a higher percentage to like get a response back on Twitter. I'm like, that's the girl. <laughs> we're, we're best friends. That's what Juhan would say. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going? Yeah, because I am having trouble thinking of things. So if you have ideas. Okay. Well, another one would be can't judge me for this because I was young, but. When you watch, even especially if you're like really into K dramas, I can see this happening when you first get into K pop. Or, yeah, or I guess it would be Korean culture. You, I, I won't say you. I, for a short time, thought that Asian men were probably better than other races in regards to relationships. And then I got older and I realized all men are basically the same. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and thank God, because wow, I would have been very disappointed. But I think the K dramas will make you feel that way, especially especially when it's romantic. Yeah, I can see that because I 
and I think it's a lot of it is just a culture thing in general like the way they mm-hmm. k-dramas don't really align with American shows and the way like At characters all. are just like acted out and portrayed mm-hmm. and a lot of Korean shows are just that k-dramas like they're dramatic they don't have just like a a TV show that you can turn on and it feels like a regular TV show, I guess is a good way to say it. Yeah. And like, I mentioned dramas too, but also like even idols. Like yeah. It's their job to make you feel, you know, really special. And like they're the ideal type. Listen, it's okay. I still have my ideal type. I still feel like it's Young Book. I, I just really feel like. <laughs> I can't even keep a straight face. I just really feel like we would just get along so well but that's not a guarantee like I'm older now and I'm just like there's always going to be a guarantee where you meet somebody and they just do not reach that expectation and um the flower boy you're thinking about uh he's probably out there it's it's they're called your soulmate but don't assume everybody's (laughs) like that yeah I can't remember ever having a specific opinion about that Mm -hmm. to be honest even though I've watched a lot of k-dramas and watch still a lot of k-dramas I do remember looking at it and thinking like wow would it be nice if this could happen like this kind of relationship into a ceo and yeah like or this situation or like how kind they are like that'd just be nice to happen but I don't ever remember having like the perception that like asian men were overall better Especially just watching vlogs of people that lived in Korea, it always just seemed like I was just watching the wrong vloggers or something because they would always kind of tell stories about how Asian men were just really, or at least the Korean men that they were running into were really just interested in like their skin color and not them, whether oh, they were no. white or I'm black. talking about before even, that's a whole different story because even just people that taught over there like yeah vlogging uh the people and it's really sad like a lot of their experience is like oh it's not really serious when they date and sometimes it is like a fetish for some people to date foreign women it's just like stereotypes you know they ever we're still in a world where we stereotype and for foreigners when they are over there they are stereotyped of being more loose and yeah yeah like the vlog thing and then and people are just talking about their experiences definitely well I just I think that falls into the the idea of like Asian men must be perfect like Mm -hmm. that kind of like yeah no they (laughs) all men want well not all men but most of the same thing (laughs) it's not everybody but like yeah it's definitely like the bs that you deal with is probably going to be the same no matter where you go (laughs) so yeah I don't remember really having a perception for that to be honest another one Hmm. well learning Korean oh yeah talk about that I I mean I haven't really changed like my stance on Korean like same (laughs) really I really wanted to learn it when I first got into like k-pop and stuff and even now I still really want to learn it Uh, I really want to learn that in Japanese Cause I still I feel like with as much as I'm into with both, I think I um, the culture deserves that, and I deserve that. 
<laughs> I, I haven't changed my standpoint either. I really wanted to learn it back when I got into K-pop, became even more determined to learn it in college, but we didn't have like a college class for it. So I took Chinese instead, enjoyed Chinese, didn't have anybody to practice it with. So it kind of fell off. Uh, but just something curious that came out of that is my my want to learn it is still about the same and obviously I don't work at the hotels now so I have a little bit more time and effort to put in to learning it so I'm getting mm. significantly better at reading it still don't have anybody to like practice with that's the thing so talking is a different yeah. story but like I can read not like I'm she not can read guys at like read. an element at like an elementary school level she can read but I can still, I read things and I'm like, whoa, I know what that says. That's or like, cool. I can read it in Korean, but I don't know the words, so I can't like translate it. But I can read it yeah. enough that I can like actually read the Korean. And then somebody's like, do you know what it says? And I'm like, no, but I pronounced it. I read it. Yeah. Uh, but one thing that I find curious about that is I've actually told Jeremy this about wanting to learn Korean is in high school, I took Spanish because my mom, we lived in an area where the demographic was mainly Spanish speaking. And so my mom made me take it and I didn't like it just because I wasn't interested in it at that time. I was interested in like Korean and Japanese. I was into anime and K-pop. This was high school. And I remember my Spanish teacher telling us like, it's easiest to learn a language, not by translating or writing what you want to say in your native language and then translating it into the language and then saying it or if somebody says something to you translating it in your head she was like those things should come naturally to you like you shouldn't have to actually think about the translation and think about it and that's how the language is going to come easiest to you and I never really understood that because I was like well English is my first language so how do I not translate something well I started learning Korean on my own more so after my roommates moved out and I realized after my roommates left and went back home to Korea after being surrounded by the language for a year I mm -hmm. would sometimes like if I thinking in my head sometimes I'll just randomly like replace a word that I know in Korean for like what it is in English mm -hmm. does that make does that make sense no I mean it makes a lot of sense so like my in my in my head half of my thoughts not even half uh, like 75% of my thoughts are English and then there's a 25% where five words in this English thought happen to be Korean because I just, know it it just proves that the best way to learn a language is to really immerse yourself in the culture or around people that speak that language it is and like I lived with my roommates for a year I listened to k-pop a lot and then I watched k-dramas and so I think it's just I finally understood what my Spanish teacher meant at that point of mm -hmm. like, you shouldn't have to think about it. No, I don't, I don't think about it. Like the Korean words will just naturally replace themselves in my head. And then I'm like, wait a second, I'm thinking in two different languages here. So I am with watching um, anime, even playing like video games, the mobile games. There are a lot of things I, I know that I don't need translate. Like, oh my gosh, like, 29 years, baby, and this is where we are. <laughs> Literally 28. It's been a long time coming. <laughs> and they say learning a language gets harder as you get older, but I think if you put the practice into it, 
it doesn't matter how difficult it is. Like, if it's something you want to do, do it anyway. Don't let it deter you because people tell you, like, oh, you know, learning a language is harder when you get older. No, I just think the difficulty is, like, finding people that you actually yeah. use a language with. I think that's what really stopped me, to be honest. I didn't really have anybody. Yeah. I got into intermediate Korean. Like, I was in there. I don't know how I got there, but... <laughs> I mean, you're farther ahead than I am, and I just wish... I don't think so. I can read, and that's <laughs> all I can... I, I But I can't read. read perfectly. It's like elementary no, I, level I, reading, I, I, Lacey. I read below that. It's like <laughs> elementary level reading, and I look at Idol's tweets, and I'm like... But you, you used the words. Tr- well, I don't know. I think you still... Did. You would have Sometimes, translated. if I 100% know what is being said, I'll translate okay. it. But, but I can, people... I'm just proud I can still read Korean. I don't know what's <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> That's the thing. A lot of the stuff is like I can read it. I don't know what you're saying, but man, <laughs> I can read it. Just gonna go up and impress somebody yeah. with my reading skills and be like, oh, you Maybe wanted me to it. translate that? Yeah. Sorry. That's why I feel like I'm just on the fence with what I want to learn first. Like Korean, because I've learned it. And then, like, Japanese, because obviously that's not going anywhere. Like, I'm always going to be, I'm always going to like anime. Yeah. Or, like, I really want to play more Japanese games. So it would be more beneficial for me to learn Japanese. Yeah. But I just, but both of them are so, I want to learn both. (laughs) I want to do it both at the same time. (laughs) But I feel like I would play myself. That'd be very overwhelming for me, I think. So I'm, that's why I'm just kind of like. What do I want to do, do. first? Yeah, because I can obviously understand more Japanese than I can understand Korean too. I can understand some phrases in Korean because I've I've heard enough. Um, I just learning a language, guys. It's just learning, learning. Yeah, learning is not, and it's the application part. Oh, for sure, as well. Like at least for me. If I get to that point, I obviously have my roommates that I can talk to, but it's not like I can call them and do verbal conversation all the time. It's so verbal. That's what it is. Yeah. Like, I can I can text them, and it'd be fine, but the verbal is what I need practice with. And since mm. they're in a different time zone, that's not easy to do. <laughs> but we that's, learn, that's but one that's We need to learn together. Same. Yeah. Struggle together. <laughs> What else? I feel like um, it'd be cheating for me to be like, I'm not as pressed over comebacks now. And that's just a given because I haven't really been into it that like that. Like I'm trying to get back into it. So when comebacks happen, I'm just like, oh, wow. <laughs> I didn't know this was planned. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely, especially after I took my mini break from K-pop, I definitely only pay attention really to the comebacks that like I want of groups that I'm like really into and then I pay attention to other comebacks obviously for the podcast but it's more in the sense of like my playlists that I used to do oh for sure I used to go through and do like every single comeback that there was and I think last year I finally decided like I can't do that I can't keep up it's insane to want to do that I'm only gonna focus on the group's that I know or that I like or that I usually like. And then if I happen to come across a comeback that was five months ago and I'm like, whoa, I like this title song. 
and add it to the playlist, then okay. Like, that's fine. Yeah. But I've definitely, I'm limiting myself more with... I understand why you did that, though, in the first place. Yeah. I'm limiting myself now, though. And Mm -hmm. it's a lot better because not that I wasn't enjoying it before, but it's more fun for me now because, like, I'm going through comebacks with the intent of, like, I'm doing this for our podcast. And then I have my comebacks that are happening on the side that I'm like, Monster X, win us, yay! So, so like, when you pick those, like, you're not... That hasn't changed for me. I am still listening to your whole album. I'm going to listen. No, I still listen to the whole album, too. But I've, instead of, like, every single comeback that's happening, instead of going through every single comeback's album, I've only been... Oh, you've only done it to one that you really liked. Yeah. Like, if I really liked the title song, then I'm like, okay, maybe I'll like something on the album, too. Mm. Go listen to the album. Whereas in the past, it used to be every comeback, whether I liked the title song or not, I would go mm. listen to the album. I've uh, I've I'm, limited. I've cut that out a little bit because it was just not feasible to go through albums that are anywhere from two to ten songs. I think I, I'm still the same with that. I just can't, like, I'm still in on the train of like there's so much music out there that you have not listened to that you will love and this is one of them so you may not like this but surely there's something else on the album it i guess it does depend on the group like obviously i think when it comes to girl groups i th- i feel like i'm gonna like at least one song i don't know the girl groups they be going off on the albums <laughs> <laughs> I can agree to that, but I just have not, I don't do it for like every single one now is what I'm, just, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's not to say I only do it for the ones that I like, but I'm just a little bit more cautious with like, or like, I don't hold myself to the fact that like, I'm five months behind. I haven't listened to all of these albums in the last five months. Mm-hmm. I just kind of do it at my leisure now. And I kind of do it depending on like, do you like this group? Do you also like this title song like got seven i liked the title song i also like the group go listen to the album yeah that makes sense whereas i'm trying to think of somebody else that's not the same <laughs> but there's been other groups where i'm like i don't really know this group but i liked the title song let's go listen to the album or i do know this group i didn't really like that title song but i like the group and i know them let's go listen to the album that's me too like surely there's something there's gotta be something I'm just I'm just not holding myself to it as frequently. Like I used to be obsessed with like oh, you have to listen to every are, single thing. I'm not heads. Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. So that's one thing. And then going off of like comebacks, I've stopped spending so much money on K-pop as well. Well, I guess that's relative. <laughs> that could be relative. <laughs> it depends. <laughs> I've I've stopped spending so much money overall on K-pop, but not on Monster X. Let's put it that way. Yeah. Uh, I used to buy, if I liked the group, like liked the group and liked the whole album, I used to buy the album, even though I liked the group, but I wasn't really like into them. So like I would have these photo cards and stuff and I'm like, what am I going to do with these? I liked the album, but I didn't really want the album to like collect the photo cards or anything. So I stopped doing that and I'm only really buying albums for Monster X now. And then every once in a while, like One Us, I'm behind on One Us albums. But there are some other, and like The Boys, I'll buy their albums. 
but I've limited myself in purchasing as well. I don't just go crazy with like, I like this group. Mm-hmm. I like this album. I'm I spotted my addiction like the moment I put up like three K-pop posters in my room when I was in college. I was like, okay, <laughs> I see where this is going. And yeah, right. need to stop. <laughs> That's another reason I've stopped too is because like the posters, as much, the posters I really used to like when I was younger, but now I'm not... Like, I don't use them as much. And it sucks because they look so good, but where the heck are you going to put all those posters? Posters, literally. And, like, you don't want to keep explaining to people every time they enter the home, listen, they just look good. (laughs) I actually had some guys a year ago now, I think it was, deliver our couch from Ikea. And they walked in, and the guy, like, looked at my walls, because I have some posters up still. He looked at the walls, and he was like, do you like k-pop and i was like no i hate it and i was like yeah because i didn't know if he actually knew what it was and he was like do you know bts and i was like yeah Where you and he like well i mean i couldn't fault him if oh no he knows. Just, no i mean that's literally like before that it was like big bang yeah but it was just so funny because he turns to his co-driver who was helping him deliver because it was a long couch with a lot of boxes that he brought stuff up the steps he like turns to his co-driver and he was like this guy likes bts too it's so <laughs> and it was just so random it was so random too because i was like the connection like you guys could be friends because you both like the same thing yeah that and that's how his mind that's how his mind was working so it was very random very funny he was so nice though and then they forgot a part of my delivery and he came up weeks later and he like remembered who i was and he was like you still got the posters up and i was like yeah but it actually spurred a conversation when he was like when he saw the posters he was like do you like k-pop he was good though his co-driver he like pointed at him and after he was like, this guy likes BTS too. He was like, we just had a whole conversation. He was teaching me all about K-pop on the way up here. Because I came Aww. from Phoenix. And that's a two-hour drive. And I was like, that's no, cute. <laughs> and it was like a big burly guy with a beard. And a little like college kid sized guy. Like, that's so nice. It, it was just not people I love it when it's at. like that. <laughs> That's why I always have like anime merch all over the place, and someone's always like, "Oh my god, is that Itadori?" I'm like, "Yeah, absolutely." Are you reading it? <laughs> it's like you instantly become friends. Okay. <laughs> it is. We're like best friends. <laughs> <laughs> Just because of this one thing, we have this one thing. One thing. I talked to a girl at the drive-through. For like five minutes before I pulled off because we were just talking about anime because you saw the back of my phone. That's and that cool. was so mad to me. I love <laughs> moments, like that. and then when people see my keychains on my purse, my tote bag. Yeah, that's Steven Slayer. That's how I make friends in K-pop concert lines. My bag that I used to now they want you to do clear stuff for COVID, but the bag that I used to carry had like I don't think they want you to do that for COVID. I think they want you to do that for. Yes, but also COVID too. They don't have to touch your belongings anymore. Like when I went into the concert, when I went into the concert this last time, um, last week, last week, it's been a week. Last week, it's been like 
longer. It's been 10 years already. <laughs> um, when I went into the concert this last time, all I literally had to do, the lady was like, can you just lift your bag up? And I like lifted it and turned it around. And she was like, okay, you're good. And then I had like a jacket on. And so she, like a denim jacket. So she was like, can I pat your jacket and check your pockets? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. So I lifted my arms and that was all that it was. She was like, well, that's what they good. do in Atlanta. They've never, they've always did that. But like, they used to let you take like small, like if the bag was the size of your hand or a little bit bigger or like within certain measurements, they used to let you take like bag bags. But now like this, at least the venue I was at for Phoenix, they were like, we want you to have clear bags. And they've specified on the site, like, it limits staff contact with your belongings. Like, I'm girl, sure it's nobody has guns. clear bags like that. I know. I'm sure it's for guns, too, obviously. But literally, like I said, she just was like, can you lift your bag? Okay, can you turn it around? And I did. And she was like, okay, you're good. And I was like, oh, that was quick and easy. Because at the Staples Center, they wanted me to put it in a thing. And then they went through a metal detector. And then they opened it on the other side. And I was like, this is a way different experience. It's just different wherever you go. Yeah. Well. Anything else you can think of? No. (laughs) I mean, if it's not, like, popping into my head, I guess it's not that drastic of a change. Well, that was I still love (laughs) K-pop. Yeah, I still love K-pop, too. It's just interesting, too, to see, like, how... And a lot of it, like you said, is just how we've grown and changed as people. Yeah. I but think I think that's just, just a K-pop thing. I think it just goes with being a K-pop fan where fans are like, I want to go to Korea. But I think I as will they say, get older, things might change. <laughs> I will say that, you know, you even if you get older, you don't really lose your passion for your hobbies because I've also went through a period of not being like watching anime or doing anything with anime for a long time. And when I was going through it, I've always been going through it, but when I, I think when it was like the worst, yeah, I think it was the worst of it where I was just like, I need something to feel like a break or like an escape. And it was anime. Like that really just made me extremely happy. I will always crack up with anime. And I was like, why did I ever stop? And I think the same thing goes for like K-pop. So if it has a special place in your heart, always remember that because it'll always be there. And you may get older, but you can still like the things that you like. It doesn't mean like you're more mature. It doesn't mean you're cooler just because you don't like it anymore. It's You really just need to do what makes you happy. And that's the, that's the point. Do what makes you happy. Who cares? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I agree. But you had fun. I'm so glad you had fun. Yeah. And I think the Wait. next time... What? I was going to say with the episode or with the concert? Because we had talked about the concert right before. Oh, I guess we're both. <laughs> yes, we're both. But the episode was fun. It was interesting to kind of sit and think, like, how have things changed? Or did they change? Or did they change? Yeah. that was well, Things was didn't change to, like... I'm talking to the listeners. If things didn't change for you, that's fine. We're not telling you that it's got to change. No. (laughs) (laughs) It can stay exactly the same. You can say the same. I just think it has a lot to do, too, with, like, your mindset. Like, for me, like, wanting to go to Korea more now than before, it's because I have, like, a goal. Like, I have a a visualization of, like, this is what I would want to do if I go there. Mm -hmm. And I think that just helps a lot. Oh, for sure. That helps a lot. 
like when you have a goal or like dream to go a certain place for a certain amount of time and it's like feasible for sure well I'll be visiting you <laughs> and we'll go to all the cafes that's all I know agreed and then I'll go to Japan and then you can come to Japan <laughs> and then you can go back because you can't stay there because there's too much <laughs> there <laughs> oh, poor Jeremy <laughs> it's there's some you know you got some meat over there it is a lot of fish though it is a lot of fish I watch they're, a lot they're of, an um, island I watch a lot of I'm really into the daily cooking vlogs. That's all I've been watching. And I and I found the Japanese girls. Look out. It was just the Korean girlies. I found the Japanese. So now I know. I'm learning the dishes. I'm excited. <laughs> but it is a lot of fish. It is, yes. So and he doesn't I, like fish. Man, I want to go to Japan with uh, Selena, but she's allergic to like octopus. And I'm just like, Ugh. oh. Don't want to risk that, you know. I don't know if like cross contamination is a thing, but let's just not let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to think of something else. Maybe I'll just drag my nieces with me. I'm sure they'd be fine with that. Oh, they would love it. <laughs> they would think that was so cool. <laughs> so I guess if you have any things that changed for you, you can let us know on our Twitter and Instagram. Yeah. Or if you have any current aspirations concerning K-pop and what it's gotten you into and interested in that haven't changed and are just like a thing that you came up with now, feel free to share that as well. Yeah, and also answer, are, flower, are like the K-pop types still a thing? Like the Flower Boy or like... Um, yeah, yes and no. I It's not as much of a thing now. That was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was just curious. It's not, yeah, it's not much of a thing anymore. That's okay. And I think a lot Flower of it has Boy to do... wasn't really my thing anyway. <laughs> I think a lot of it, too, has to do with the fact that they... Some groups don't even have, like, standard positions anymore. That's in, so... In the sense that, like, there's not, like, a center or a visual of the group. It's just, like, here are your members. Oh, yeah. Like, That's they nice. all... It's all, everybody's well-rounded. Like, you'll still have a rapper and that sort of thing, but it's not like a, this is their position and they have to stick to it. I think the visual was ridiculous because you're all beautiful. Literally. And there's a lot of groups that, like One Us, for example. One Us doesn't have a leader. What? Mm -hmm. Times have changed. <laughs> I know that's chaos. Well, I guess it's not. because No, it's not because they said dorm... Like dorm wise too not even the oldest they just said dorm wise they have different things that everybody is good at and so like if they go to a broadcast someone's in charge of speaking just because they're better at like speaking that is so nice someone in the dorm is in charge of certain things and like organizing schedules because they're better at this it's like so they like distribute an actual job <laughs> <laughs> they just distribute the responsibilities instead and so they don't have like a leader it's a literal team effort it's literally a job requirement like <laughs> you're using your job skills <laughs> in, in idle form it's working out that's great that's so nice so that's just something that's changed a little bit too okay okay i learned something new today <laughs> but i guess that's it uh next time we talk it will probably be June comebacks. Are you guys yes. tired of June come like comebacks every month? You shouldn't be, because why are you 
right here. Yeah, right. We like come back every month. I'm excited because it feels like it was a lot. It's a lot this month. Has there been a lot? I feel like it. Maybe it's because I'm more on top of it. Like as time goes on, I'm more on top of comeback, so it feels like I have more That's instead fair. of trying to instead of trying to wait. I mean, granted, it was terrible last time, but I feel like I'm getting better. I feel like there's a lot of comeback. <laughs> At least, maybe it's comebacks like I'm interested in. This month? Was there? I don't know. I, I have like oh, For me, I don't know. I have no idea. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Maybe it's because I'm I recognize the list. Do you? I know. I know that. No, that sounds familiar. I'm excited this time. Okay. Well, I'll believe you. That's what <laughs> you I'll believe you if that's what you say. That's what you think. That's what I say, and that's what I think. <laughs> I'll believe you then. We'll find out next time <laughs> it's true. if it's correct or not. Okay. Well, like we said, share your goals, aspirations concerning K-pop and what it's helped get you into. And next time will be June comebacks. Lacey is right. Ah. <laughs> and we'll, <laughs> we will see you next time. Bye. Bye.